Now, as we leave, as we leave 2015, as we leave 2015, I, I, I want to share this with you. And I want you to catch the sincereness in my spirit about this. It's not just a word I want to give to you. I want to give you something that can help you to have the kind of fellowship with the Father that I know, you know, he knows that you need to have. So I don't just want to throw something out here and say, well, this is a word for us going into 2016. I am serious about this. And I want you to catch my spirit and catch the sincereness of what I'm talking about. Amen? Now, going into this, into uh, 2016, uh, I want you to have consciousness, and I believe the Father does too, consciousness of the integrity of his word. Amen. I want you to have consciousness of the integrity of God's word. I want you to lean on it. I want you to hold on to it in your time of tests, trial, whatever. I want you to hold on to it. Because that's where your victory is. Amen. It's in holding to, it's in keeping God's word even under the circumstances or the situations that you may face in 2016. Now, I'm going to tell you. And I know that most of you already know this. That you will face some adversity. But I want to say like Jesus said, in your time of adversity, be of a good cheer. Jesus said, be of a good cheer because he overcome the world. Now, and in the Amplified it says, he had deprived the world of his power to harm you. Even though you may go through something in 2016, you may face great adversity in 2016, but I'm going to tell you, if you'll hold fast to God's word, the integrity of God's word, then you're going to come out on top. I want this church family to come to us a place where we seriously respect and honor God's word. Amen. And it's the first thing you look to in every situation, good or bad. The first thing I look to is God's word. Amen. Before I run to my sister, I'm going to God's word. 
Before I go to the pastor, I'm going to God's word. Before I go anywhere, I'm going to God's word. And I'm going to take my stand upon God's word. Hallelujah. Now, integrity is honesty and sincerity. That's what it is. Hallelujah. Now, what, the, what does that imply? It implies God says only what he means. Amen. God doesn't play around with what he says to us. He means whatever he says. I want you to have that mindset as your pastor. I want you to have that mindset. And God doesn't play around with what he says to us. He means everything he says. Amen. And God will back up everything he says. So, in going into this year, I want us to hold fast to the word of God. I want us to hold fast even in our worst situation. I want you to hold fast to the word of God. Now, that's a challenge. That's a challenge in itself. But I'm confident that God will come through for us. I, I'm confident in that. Amen. Now, I believe that we're, we're in a season where God is, God is pouring out upon us his favor, Amen. his blessing. I believe, I believe that with all my heart. But I also know that in itself will not stop the enemy from testing you. Matter of fact, the more you bless, the more you test. Amen. And so, keeping consciousness of the integrity of God's word becomes something that we have to hold to. Listen, I know God will do what he said. I don't care. I don't care what's happening. I'm going to stay with God. I'm going to stay with God by staying with God's word. Are you listening? Now, I want to show you this here. These are uh, 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 some very uh, familiar passages of scriptures that I'm going to show you. Amen. Look at Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. Now, we, 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 know, we, know, we know this verse. We know these verses. For as the, as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11. So shall my word be. You see what God says? So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall Accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Whoa. Amen. Boy, that's powerful. In itself, isn't it? Amen. 
Now, God's word is sure. Now watch now. It cannot fail. God's word is sure. It cannot fail. It is not even possible for it to fail. Matter of fact, I can, I can say this. It is impossible for God's word to fail. You have to develop a mindset to understand and know that God's word cannot fail. And if I hold on to it, if I stand upon it, I cannot fail. It doesn't matter what comes. It doesn't matter what goes. I cannot fail. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter even how I feel. I can't fail. Amen. And that's our approach. That's our mindset for 2016. I'm holding fast to the word of God. The word of God cannot fail. It's not even possible for it to fail. Amen. Let's look at the verse again. Let's review it. Amen. Again. Now listen at what he says. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Ugh. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Whoa. I take that. I receive that. Amen. Now, I can't just be a hearer. <laughs> of the word. But I must become a doer. See, I can't just be a hearer, but I, I must become a what? A doer. Amen. Acting on it. No matter what. Acting on it. No matter what. Doesn't matter what happens. I'm a doer of the word. In the face of adversity, I am. A doer of the word. Doesn't matter how I feel about any given situation. I am a doer of the word. See, I can't just be a hearer of it. Amen. Now, if I'm just a hearer, then I'm not going to win. And that's not in the will of God. For you not to win. The will of God is for us to do what? Win. win. We win. But we win by standing, holding to, holding fast to the integrity of God's word. Hallelujah. Now, <clears throat> now I want you to always remember this. Always remember this. What God's word does him 
it does for you. Amen. That's why he wants it in your heart. But now, are you listening? You and I have to apply it, talking about the word, in the same way that God applies it. Did you, did you, do, do, do you see it there? God applies his word. And you and I have to apply it the very same way. Amen. Look at Jeremiah 112. We want to read it from the Amplified Translation. Then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and active. Now watch. Watching over my word to perform it. <laughs> God says he's alert and active. Watching over his word to perform it. Now in this, you got to see something else. You see. God watch over his word to perform it. Isn't that right? But God also watches to see if you are in position for him to perform his word. He also watches to see if you and I as believers are in position so that he can perform his word. He stand watch over it. To perform it. Amen. Whoa. Now I want you to see something here. I want you to see something. How. Uh, how you need to see this. And that's how you need to see. You need to see this. As God watching. For you. Because God doesn't need to perform his word for himself. But God needs to perform. We are the ones who needs God to perform his word on our behalf. Yes. Amen. So I want you to be able to see into this. I want you to be able to see and catch the, the image or, the, or, the, uh, or, the, uh, or imagine that God is watching you to see if you are in position so he can perform his word for you because you're the one who needs God to perform his word. God doesn't need to perform his word for himself. He needs to perform it for who? Us. Am I in position? Hallelujah. Now, uh, let's go back to Isaiah 55, 11. Are you in position? 
Yes. Okay, we'll see. Now listen to what he says here. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Whoa. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Right? Notice God's word. Notice what God says. His word is where? In his mouth. Now, when God's word get in your mouth, you are in position. Now, you're not in position until God's word is in your mouth. See, that puts me in position for God to perform his word. See, God's word gets in his mouth. And God is looking for me, looking for you to be in position. So he can perform his word on our behalf. Now, you got to see it. See? You got to see it. So if God is going to perform his word on my behalf, then his word has to be in my mouth. Never approach your situations or circumstances with your mouth closed. Are you listening? My mouth in my situation, in my circumstances, should be filled with God's word. In every situation, every circumstance, don't keep your mouth closed. And most of you don't keep your mouth closed, but you don't say the right thing. Are you listening? You see, if we're not careful, we'll magnify our situation. And what that means, we'll make it bigger than what it really is by the words of our mouth. And see, we're snared by the words of our mouths. Now, I don't have time to, to deal with this. You'll go back and study David and how he dealt with Goliath. Before he won the victory, his mouth was filled with words. And not only was his mouth filled with words, but even the giant, Goliath, his mouth was filled with words. He said this day and all that stuff, you know. He said that and David said, oh yeah, this day, you come to me with a sword, what it is, a shield and a sword, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. See, there was talk, there was, his mouth was filled. So I can even say it like this, never approach your giant with your mouth closed. Hallelujah. See, as I renew my mind, 
putting the word in my heart, it will come forth out of my mouth. You see, if the word is not coming forth out of your mouth, especially in your situations and your circumstances in life, then you'll have enough word in you. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you don't put it in your heart, it don't automatically get in your mouth. But if I put it in my heart, it will automatically get in my mouth. See. Well, I want you to have a mindset. Because I believe the Lord wants you to. Amen. We've got to come to a place of understanding, a place of acting on the integrity of God's word. I know, it's, I know God has integrity. I know God means what he says. God never goes back on what he means or what he says. Never goes back on that. If God said it, it's true. If God said it, I can stand on it. If God said it, I can proclaim it. If God said it. Now. <laughs> See, it ain't going to get in your mouth if you don't spend time with it. If you'll meditate it, you'll imagine it. And what gets in the imagination gets in the heart. What gets in the heart gets in the mouth. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? Now, let's see how God deals with his word. Again, then I'll show you something else here. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Could we stay there for a moment? So shall my word be, hallelujah, that goes forth out of my mouth. Now look, it, talking about the word, shall not return unto me void. Now remember, what God's word does for him, it'll do for you. You have to take the same position that God takes. Hallelujah. See, I take the same position that God takes. Amen. I'm going to send forth God's word into my situation. Because that's exactly... What God would do. Whenever God have a situation that rises against his will, he sends his word. That's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. You're going to send the word. Now let me show you this here. Look at Ephesians 1. I want to read it from the Amplified Translation. Ephesians 5.1. Therefore, therefore, 
be imitators of God. Amen. Copy him and follow his example as well. Beloved children, imitate their father. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to imitate God. Huh? God says in Isaiah 55 and 11, his word goes out of his mouth. I'm going to imitate God. I'm going to do what God do, does. I'm going to put God's word in my mouth. And I'm going to send it into my situation. And God says, you have a guarantee that it will not return unto you void. Because it won't return unto me void. Whatever it does for me, it will do also for you. Hallelujah. Let's read the verse again. Let's read it again. Let's read it again. He says, therefore, be imitators of God. Copy him. Copy him. <laughs> Copy him. Copy him. Now, I'm going into, Lord, bless me. I'm going into 2016. I'm, I'm going to be an imitator. I'm going to copy God. Now, you can play around if you want. But I'm going to tell you something. And I told you from the beginning. 2016 will bring much victory. But there is no victory without battles. So there are going to be some adversity. There are going to be some things you're going to face. There's going to be some things you're going to have to deal with. But you've got to deal with them with God's word in your mouth. You can't deal with these things that's coming with your emotions and your feelings and things of that nature. You can't deal with them like that. You can't deal with them like that. You've got to put God's word in your mouth. Now, putting God's word in your mouth, you can't do it until you put it in your heart. So you, you're not going to just up and do this. You got to put the word in your heart. You see, I put it in my heart through meditation, imagination, meditation, and imagination. Amen. And don't let your mind tell you you don't have time. Don't let your feelings dictate how you live out your spiritual life. Your feelings is a liar. Amen. Your feelings will lie to you. They always do when it comes to the things of God. Amen. When it comes to things of God, you can be emotionally drained. But you're really not. Amen. I'm telling you, 2016 is a year that you don't play around no more. The Holy Spirit is going to give perspective to every man, every woman that's under the sound of my voice. Now, will you follow him? It will be, that will depend 
on if you're able to deal with your emotions and feelings. You can feel yourself right out of the will of God. Hallelujah. What I'm saying today, and I prophesy to you, it will not happen. For you have enough light to win in every situation. You have enough light. You and I have enough light to win. Now, it's making, the, it's making a choice. It's making a decision to do so. Amen? Hallelujah. We imitate God. God's word goes out of his mouth just like God's word goes out of uh, my mouth. It goes out of your mouth. See, just like it goes out of God's mouth, it goes out of your mouth. God says that his word is sure. God says that his word is sure. Is it sure? Of course it is. Amen. Remember, God stands watch over his word to what? Perform it. The word is God speaking to you. Keep that in your mind and heart. God's word, see, God's word, see, is speaking. The word is God speaking to you. Keep that in mind. Now, I want to, I want to, I want to end this session, but I want to give you words to meditate on so you'll have an absolute about the integrity of God's word. Amen? I want you to have an absolute, I'm absolutely sure that God's word is filled with integrity. God will do everything he said he would do. Now, look at, look at 1 Kings 8.56, Amplified. Blessed be the Lord, who has given rest to his people, Israel. According to all that he promised. Not one word has failed. Of all of his good promise. Which he promised through Moses his servant. See, not see. God said, my word cannot fail. If it cannot fail and you hold to it. You hold on to it. You stand upon it. Then I'm telling you, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot fail. See, because there's no failure in God. There's no failure in the word of God. He who trusts God and holds fast to what God says, he cannot fail. Come on. I'm confident in that. You're confident of that. Amen. And we approach, we're going to approach 2016 with the attitude. Amen. We're holding to, we're standing on the integrity of God's word. And God's word cannot fail. So therefore, I cannot fail. I want that boldness. I want the boldness 
to decree and to declare these kinds of things throughout the year. I cannot fail. Amen. I cannot be defeated. Hallelujah. God's word cannot be defeated. Hallelujah. Now, look at this. Now, now here's, brethren, I'm serious about this here. I want, you to, I want you to keep these scriptures, and I want you to keep them. Let's just keep them for six months and see where we are. Let's take and meditate these scriptures every day for six months, and let's see where it takes us. Now, I guarantee you, it'll take you to a place you've never been. With your confidence, your trust in God. And I'm telling you, situations that will arise in your life, they won't shake you. Now watch. Let's go to Psalms 111 and 7, Amplified. The works of his hands are absolute, true, and justice, faithful, and right. And all his decrees and precepts are sure, yes, yes. fixed, <laughs> established, and trustworthy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Don't give your flesh a chance. Don't give it no room, no place in your life. And the glory of God is shine down upon you. And you talking about a victorious life. Amen. See. I, 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 I'm going to give you, now you got to write these scriptures down because you got you to meditate them. Now I'm going to tell you something. The world needs us to shine. Amen. We need to become the light of the world. Well, we don't need to become, we are. We just need to take our place. And quit fooling around with our flesh. Amen. Now listen. Listen. It's a challenge to live by the word of God. There ain't no challenge in living by the flesh. You've been doing that ever since you come out your mama's womb. But if we can, if we can unite and be as one and help each other. Amen. But for help, you got to be open. Can't ever help anybody that's closed. Amen. You got to accept the wrong that other people see in your life. Let, let me move on. Because y'all don't like that one. I'll tell you that right away. Go to Ezekiel 12 and 25. 
much time I got? I, I, I'm almost finished. Uh, I'm at Christian Life. How much time I got? 15 minutes? All right, I can beat that. The works of his hands are... I'm at Christian Life. Christian Life Bible Church, 16 West Bank Expressway. We're going to do better all the way around. Now, go to Ezekiel. I'm, I'm sorry, because I know Ezekiel is not something we deal with too much. It's Old Covenant. Ezekiel. Amen, amen, amen. I didn't know you today. <laughs> you got it? You can read it? Ezekiel 12.25 Amplified. Got it? That's my people. They're good people back there. He said, For I am the Lord. I will speak and the word that I shall speak shall be performed. Come to pass. It shall be no more Delayed or prolonged for in your days. He's talking to you. Now we're going to leave this. This is not you. Or rebellious house. I will speak the word and I will perform it, says the Lord God. Amen. Look at Luke 21.33. Now, I hope you're getting these scriptures. I hope you're getting them. You got it? Amplified. You got it. The sky and the earth, the universe, the world will pass away, but my word will not pass away. God says my word is sure. I'm holding to the integrity. God's word. Amen. I'm holding to the integrity of God's word. How about you? Amen. Amen. Now, I want to show you how to jump start. You see, it's a blessing to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because with the infilling of the Holy Ghost comes a spiritual language. That will cause you to grow sensitive to the inward witness. You see. Now, if you will pray in tongues on a daily basis, now I, I, I want to, you, you have to establish these things in your life. These kind of things you have to establish in your life. Now, now you may be different from me, and all of us are different. And that's what's so wonderful. All of us are different. We'll say things different. And we'll do things different. But the most powerful thing about all of that, all of us come to one conclusion. 
Amen. That the word of God is right. I may come from it from this angle. You may come from it another angle. But it all comes to mean the same thing. You said different from me. I said different from you. Because God wired us that way. Remember what I told you? It never makes us better than one another. You're just flowing in the grace that God gave you. I'm flowing in the grace God gave me. Amen. And if we can, and if we can accept and, 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 and embrace the grace that God has given each other and not compare ourselves with each other, then we'll be in the will of God and we'll do good. Because there's something about me that people need and there's something about you that people need. And God wired us to be different but yet come to the same conclusion. Do you understand that? Now, see this, this praying with tongues uh, is very powerful. I've been your pastor for a long time. You never heard me make fun of me speaking in tongues. You know, they said people, you hear people say, and they're around here talking about jibby, 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 and doing all kinds of things. <laughs> that may be true, but you can't make tongues the issue as to why they're doing those things. See, tongues don't take the place of renewing the mind. Matter of fact, it helps to renew the mind. Are y'all still with me? So don't, don't, don't play that like that. Because it don't go like that. Now if you're praying tongues. And over a period of time. You will begin to grow sensitive. To the inward witness. You begin to grow sensitive in situations. You'll begin to grow sensitive to people. Not to the degree that you judge them. Because if you judge them, you lose that sensitivity. You lose that discernment. Hallelujah. See, God has never designed for us to judge and to criticize one another. If we do that, all that God has on work. The way God has designed for it to work. If we become critic, critical and judgmental. Are y'all still with me? Yes. Now if you want that gift to work in you. Then first of all be. If you send something wrong in a man. Pray for him. Now here's what I want you to see. Over a period of time. You'll become sensitive. To the inward witness. That becomes valuable to you. That in itself can save your life. I'm talking about physically. It can actually save your life. You see. And we'll build those mechanisms. Are built in us. But we'd have to. We have to. We have to grow in our thinking. To activate those things. See, nothing God gives you have come immature and it has to develop in you. You have to develop a mindset to use it properly. 
Amen. That's why you can never crawl off in a hole and be to yourself. You need to stay in you need to stay in the middle of the road. You need to talk to people. You need to be open to people so you can get insight. Then the Holy Ghost begins to deal with what he's given. See, things God has given me to give you, he ain't going to give it to you. You can get in the condo and stay in the building till you're 90. You ain't going to get it if he designed somebody else to give it to you. God ain't with this independent deal we do. We are a body. And every joint supplies. See, this independent spirit is of the devil. That's not of God. Amen. Amen. When God want to give you your revelation, he will. But you have to learn to go with the wheel that's turning. You don't have to invent one. See, y'all crazy. I'm going to tell you something. The more independent you come, the more you're open to deception. Because independent people are not open for correction. We are a body. We function together. See, everything that God has given you, everything that God has given me is for a body. And it's not to glorify you or me. It's to bring his body to a place, a position where he can pour out upon them so they can actually be the light of the world. That's what it's about. And every one of you sitting here, you have something to supply. You may not be supplying it. But what you don't supply stays in you, and what stays in you can't produce anything. Now, we got perspective with all that, but let me get back to this tongue thing. Now, see, see this, this speaking in tongue causes me to become sensitive to my inward man. Causes me to be sensitive in situations. How can a man talk to God and not become sensitive to him? Amen. 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, He that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto man, but he speaks unto God, whereby he speaketh mysteries in the spirit. When a man talks to God, he has to become sensitive to him. You got to, see, when you talk to God, you'll know what he like. you know what he don't like. You'll know what he approve of and what he don't approve of. Especially in a way of character. Are y'all still with me? Amen. And you'll learn to communicate the way God wants you to communicate. You can't speak everything that comes to your mind. The Bible says a fool does that. Now, here's, here, here's what I want you to see. If you pray in tongues, it'll pave the way for you to get in the word. Because the Bible says, see, in verse 4, he that speaks in tongue edifies himself. 
I don't have time to deal with all this. But he builds himself up. See, the word edify means to build up. He builds himself up spiritually. He comes into spiritual understanding, spiritual discernment, spiritual understanding. He needs that. You notice what Paul prayed in Colossians 1.9. That they may be filled with the full knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. See, people don't have spiritual understanding. And yet they're born again. But they don't automatically have spiritual understanding. You grow into that. Now, listen, praying in tongues help you to grow to that. You know, when I first got saved, they said praying in tongues was the initial evidence of the Holy Spirit indwelling the believer. I believe that, and I believe that's true. But at the same time, it's more than that. Amen. Now, one of the things that the devil is going to try to dry up in your life is speaking in tongues. He's going to try to dry that up on you. You'll, you'll, you'll have a witness in you that you, know, you should do it, but man, it become hard as hell to get it, get it done sometimes. I've been in this 40 years, man. And sometimes, you know, I've been praying in tongues for at least 38 years, man. 39 years. But sometimes in my mind, my mind tried to tie it down. <laughs> and then I had to push. See, that's what Paul said. I press. It's a pressing there. See, I press towards the mark of the high calling that's in Christ Jesus. See, I press. Some, see, all things ain't going to be easy for you to do, but you'll have the knowledge that you should do it. Because you have the knowledge that you should do it don't mean you're automatically going to do it. But some things you got to press to do. Amen. That's why I've got so many moody Christians. They, oh, hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> and then what? Yeah. Uh, uh, man, you ain't got no business being that moody. See, if you find yourself moody, you know what it means? Your body rules. And you're supposed to be spirit-led, not body-ruled. Amen. You got to come to a place that you can do things even when you don't feel like doing them. Amen. Am I on time? I'm on time. I'm tired anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I have plowed today. Y'all have worked me. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Now I want you to take this as your New Year's message. See, I want you to take it into your new year. Write these scriptures down. All right? Meditate them. Let's meditate them for six months, Doc. And see where we go. Then I'll give you the mic and you can testify. I guarantee you we all have some victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Every eye closed.